Step into Raising Disciples, a parent's guide, where your hosts, Gray King and Jacinta Lewis, collaborate with parents to explore the dynamic connection between faith and parenting. Join them on this transformative journey as they share practical tools and heartfelt stories, empowering you to foster discipleship within your home. Welcome to the first Raising Disciples podcast. I am so excited mm-hmm. uh, for all this podcast is going to hold. I'm one of the co-hosts and my name is Jacinta Lewis. I'm the kids pastor of the Prep to Four ministry yeah. and I've been married about a year. Uh, I've got two cats, but <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'll be one of the hosts. So you'll, babies. Yeah, yeah, my fur babies. Yeah. So you'll hear me on this podcast. Yeah. And I'm Graham, uh, also known as Gray by all of my friends. So anyone listening, you can call me Gray. Um, I have been married for 10 years um, and I've got three children, six, four and almost two. And uh, my wife and I, Rach, we run the Emerging Adults and Young Families Ministry. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we get to host you guys and we're very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then today we've got uh, Zeke, our Young Adults Pastor and Generations Pastor, Zeke Mealy, yes. and then Mel Paws, one mm. of our Compass Pastors. So, Zeke, would you be able to give us yeah. some stats, ministry, marriage, kids? <coughs> stats. So, yeah. So I'm the Young Adults and Generations Ministry Pastor, as Jacinta just said. I've got two kids, one who's mm. almost three in just under a month. And very cute. Um, and very so cute. cute. Really very cute. cute. And then I've got a second really cute kid as well yes. who's three months old. So, um, so but ministry, um, yeah, been married now for uh, almost six years, uh, me and my wife, Steph. And so, yeah, we're, we're loving it. And ministry is um, it's awesome serving the young adults and the wider generations in the mm-hmm. church. It's awesome. I love it. It's great. Well, yeah, me. So, yes, I've been um, – so my husband and I, Doug, um, been married for 32 years. Woo! Wow. So good. <laughs> he re- I know. He reminded me just the other day that this year in June is 33, and I said, no, oh, really? Wow. So 33 years. Um, we've got two adult children who are great and fantastic. Are they cute? They are very cute <laughs> and very, very so handsome. Yes. Um, and it's great. We So I oversee the area of compass at Discovery Church, which means everything to do with discipleship and helping people make their next step. So which, yeah, I've been doing for a number of years now and have done various roles here mm. at Discovery Church as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Amazing. So good. Yeah, and it's great to be here. Can yeah, I just is. say? It is. It is such a privilege to be able to be invited into this space um, to talk about parenting and discipleship and very, very excited. Yeah. yeah. Very excited to have you guys on. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Great. Be awesome. Yeah, so the heart of this podcast is all about collaborating with mm. parents and guardians from our community. And so mm. we'll we'll have different people on each episode as we talk about that connection between faith and parenting and we really hope that this podcast will help you those listening as parents and guardians to feel equipped to disciple children in the everyday moments because mm-hmm. yeah they are you guys are the main disciples mm-hmm. um and the primary disciples of your children so mm-hmm. and today being our first topic we're really excited to talk about like what does the bible say about this like yeah. why why are we doing this podcast why are we discussing yeah this topic um yeah, Gray, do you want to um, define what disciples are yeah. talking about that? Yeah, I guess, um, like, it might seem obvious, but when we're talking about discipling our kids or making disciples or raising disciples, we 
want to clarify that we're not making mini me's. Mm. I'm not making a mini me of my kids. I'm I'm making um, I'm walking alongside my kids in their discipleship to Jesus. Yeah. You know, so I really want to make that clear from the get go that um, that's what this is right. about. We want to yeah. raise disciples of Christ, not yeah. little versions of myself. Yeah. Um, Even they, though they're, they're, they're kind of they're kind of already like, like <laughs> 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 little greys around. You know, <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome. I just say. Thank you. Um, so. Uh, with that in mind, this first question that we wanted to discuss, and I'll get you to start this one off, yeah. is where do you see discipleship in the home happening or being talked about in the Bible? Um, or to put it simply, what's the biblical basis for yeah. Um, yeah. discipleship uh, and faith? The, the, the first scripture that comes to my mind is Joshua 24, mm-hmm. um, and this is the, you know, the picturesque one. Most Christian families have got this up on their yeah. wall somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And this mm-hmm. is Joshua speaking, and he's you know he's speaking to a v- v- variety of different people, saying you may not want to do this, you this may not be desirable mm-hmm. to you, but for my house, and he's mm-hmm. talking about his family, uh, we're going to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing for me that sticks out about that passage is that, and and again, I love this idea that. You know, sometimes we think at a church like, well, I'll send my kids to kids' church and they'll mm. just do the discipling of my mm. kids. Yeah. And I love what you said, that no parents are the yeah. primary disciples yes. of their kids. Mm. And I love this scripture because I think it actually shows us the way that Joshua sees how mm. he disciples mm. his kids. It's not by going to a service. It's yeah. not by learning things. It's not by mm. teaching. Mm. It's by serving and yeah. actually doing. Yeah. And sometimes we make a discipleship, an idea, when it's actually something to be practised. And so I see um, that family, um, I see Joshua in this scripture taking responsibility for his family, saying, I'm going to make disciples of my kids and how am I going to do that? Not by teaching them, not by... You know, not by learning all this stuff mm. and going to services. You know, I don't know. I'm putting a bit of our cultural context on it, mm. but it's by doing, by yeah, actually yeah. doing discipleship, by actually working and mm. serving and practicing mm. faith in my own life, and mm. that's how he leads us. So that that for me is the massive standout mm. for me. Yeah. yeah. What I love about that scripture too is he puts it in that that I guess idea of yeah, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is mm. what my family is. It doesn't matter what. The families around yeah. me are doing this is my decision, mm-hmm. and you've got to make that decision for yourself yeah. too. And that's and that's uh, the, the, that's the responsibility of parents is mm. you know you this beautiful time and like I grew up in a Christian household so like and my parents worked in the church and so I witnessed this throughout my whole life. My mm. dad often was the first person in the church, the last one out, and it wasn't actually about doing, but what actually more made a difference is not what he did on Sunday Mm. it's who he connected with during the week it's what you know Mm. um when I was 18 dad went and did missions overseas and like seeing him serve people who are in prison seeing Mm. him serve people out in like Trash Mountain which essentially Mm. is a tip where poor is the poor people seeing him actually practice and do and live out his faith made all the difference for Mm. me stepping into and now now that I'm a parent it's it's a great reminder that actually I get to set the spiritual temperature mm. of discipleship in my own household. Mm. And that's a responsibility and it's a weight, mm. but it's a joy as well mm, because yeah. it actually goes, no, I'm putting a stake in the ground. Mm. My household, we're serving the Lord. We yeah. love the Lord. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. And you're really modelling that, aren't you, then? 
yes. you know, in everyday life as well. Mm. Like I think as I grew up in a Christian family as well and even though, you know, we went to church on Sundays and did all those things, which I think was really valuable, it wasn't really day-to-day discipleship wasn't really modelled. Yeah, like yeah. having your Bible open on the yeah. kitchen table in and reading where your kids are running around or just witnessing that you're actually mm. reading the Bible, mm. yeah. I think that is just an everyday thing that you can actually model to your yeah. kids. Yeah. The importance of reading your Bible. Yeah. One of the things that I'm reminded of my childhood is I've got this actually tattooed on me. It's a prayer that my mum used to pray for me and my brothers every night. It was the Mm. same prayer. So she'd say, you know, thank you for the day. Thank you for, you know, the sun and all us little boys. But she'd always end the prayer with the same thing. Angels watch over my boys and keep them safe. So she said that every time. And now Mm. that I'm a dad, I get to do that with my boys, especially my eldest boy. And I get to say the same prayer. And it's mm. amazing now that I get to the end of the prayer and my oldest boy now just starts saying it. Just yeah. like, yeah. so yeah, even amazing. at the age of three, he is learning to pray, yeah. learning to, yeah. you know, and what I modeled to him, mm. he's now picking up and learning to pray to God. And it's, 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 it's mm. beautiful. It's a beautiful mm. thing to watch. Yeah, so cool. But it's really intentional, isn't it? Yeah. Though, mm. yep. What mm. you've done with your kids as well is you've started really young being intentional. I'm going to take time to pray for my kids every night while I put them to bed. And I think that's a really great way of modelling that prayer is every day, mm. like yeah. prayer relationship is every day. And I think kids pick up on that. You yeah. know, I did the same, prayed with my kids as well, and this very similar prayer at the end, yeah. mm. you know, angels watch over these kids, you know, with my oldest and the youngest as well. And, um, yeah, and it was just this very natural way of just going and then praying together with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember growing up as a child, we used to always pray the, um, oh, my mind's gone blank, but the the prayer that's our Father who art in heaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Lord's yeah, prayer. prayer. Yeah, yeah. just on our way to school every day. That was yeah. what we did. That was part of our routine. Yeah. Just yeah. pray it together. and. Now I'm always reminded of that mm. prayer because we did it together as a family, yeah. which I think, yeah, it's just such an awesome thing, like you guys are saying, to mm. be doing. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. I had this moment the other day. It was like a really proud dad-husband moment yeah. on that inte- intentionality point where um, we're driving home um, from cleaning uh, our rehearsal rooms and we um, we saw an ambulance go by and the yeah. sirens going and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you, you expect your kids to be like, oh, like, what? What you know? What siren is that? Is it a is it a fire truck? Is it an ambulance? Or oh, look at all the flashing light. You know that kind of thing. But from the back, I just hear my oldest go, "Oh, we should pray for them." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" Like I was like, <laughs> "Yes, that's a win." Like, yeah, it was a huge yeah. win. I was so excited about it. And I got home, and you know, and we prayed for them and all that kind of stuff. And I got home and I talked to Rach, and I told her about it, and she she goes, "Oh yeah, like we do that now." Yeah. You know, and I was like. Oh, okay, awesome. That's awesome. You know, so it's like great. that tiny little point. Yeah. Where, and I was so proud of my family. Um, but it's that tiny little thing, you know. It's yeah. it's like an ambulance goes by and we get to pray for we them. And it's those pray. little reminders throughout the yeah. day mm, where we can awesome. teach our kids to disciple. Mm. And, yeah, I was just so, so happy about that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Well, Mel, is there mm. another scripture? Um, well, yeah, something that stands yeah. out for you when you think about this conversation and mm. discipleship in the home? 
I think I've been really thinking about the Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 to 9, and it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, um, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And then it goes on how to teach your children, and you should be doing it like, for instance, it goes on to say here, and shall talk, um, and then... Tr- and you shall teach them, dil- to, sorry, diligently, <laughs> if I can get the word out, to your children and shall talk with them and and sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, when you bind them on the side of your hand and on the fourth letter between your eyes and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and in your gates. But I think what really stood out for me with this is you. It starts with yourself. Yeah. As a as a husband, as a wife, as a mum, as a dad, mm. if you're not loving the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might, then you can't teach that yeah. to your yeah, kids. Well, yeah. So if you're not working on your own personal discipleship, if you're not delving into, you know, what God's teaching you through the Bible mm. or doing spiritual practices or even being in a community, might be a church or a discovery group or a life group, wherever you find community, yeah. like it's that, being part of that being mm. and walking alongside Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God. Mm. I think if you're not demonstrating that, you yeah. can't teach that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. That's and, awesome. And this is where we can't, like we do this, is that we delegate the discipleship yeah. to the pastors in the church. So often. And so we we, 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 res- we expect them mm. to love the Lord their God with all their heart, with all their mind and strength, and then in the one and a half hours they get on a Sunday to transfer that to their kids yeah. so then they come back better and then the parents mm. just, like, move it along. Mm. Pastors get kids' pastors, youth pastors, yeah. know, children's pastors, whatever pastor gets an hour and a half, really, of most of their mm. church's time and with the kids at the best. At the best. Yeah, yeah at the best. exactly. And that's not even like, you know, some, in kids' rooms, and I've been in a couple of kids' rooms, JC, and you probably can attest, you don't get that full time to no, really talk don't. to them. Right? But you get yeah. about 10 minutes. Yeah, but on a good day. Yeah. Parents get the rising and the yeah. going down yeah. and yeah. every little moment and the tears and the tantrums mm. and the joys yeah. and every moment there is an opportunity for a parent to disciple their yeah. kid. Mm. And so it's easy for us to think, oh, it's just a little action, but a lot of little actions yeah. at those little pivotal moments. Yeah, totally. Show your kid the love that you mm. have for God mm. with your whole 100%. being. Yeah, and yeah. because when you can demonstrate that to your children or your child, mm. um, I think what that does is show them that faith can be real. And yeah. I think the biggest, one of the gifts that you can give it to your children is to talk about what God's doing in your own life yeah. and make it normal. 100%. Like make it really normal, everyday conversation. Mm. Oh, I felt God talk to me about this this morning or, you know, yeah. this happened during the day and I really felt the Holy Spirit prompt me to pray for someone mm. today. Mm. You know, like it's just everyday conversations. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated. No. I think we try to make it really, oh, I have to sit there and do a Bible study with my kids and, mm. you know, yeah. make it yeah. really like just too hard in the life of busyness of having kids but yeah i think yeah if you can make it just really normal and everyday life and um the real conversations about what god's doing in your own world and what he's speaking to you about really makes yeah well that's like my memory of a child is the main memories that i have of faith Mm. is not in the church Mm. it's 
the conversations you had before you go to bed mm-hmm. or the we always prayed before dinner time or we mm-hmm. prayed in the car. It's those little moments that you see, mm-hmm. you see parents doing that really shift how you mm-hmm. you live out your life and how you grow up mm-hmm. in the faith. Yeah. Because it was, even though brought up in a Christian home, for me growing up was the opposite. Mm-hmm. So we would have, you know, pray occasionally for, you know, we would pray for dinner, absolutely, and occasionally read the Bible afterwards. But then there was moments when we'd go on holidays mm. and then you knew it was coming because we had to sit around the kitchen table and then we had to pray before we went on holidays yeah. that God would protect us. But it was so unnatural and it mm. was so awkward and it mm. was so like, oh, we've got to do this now and uncomfortable yeah. because it wasn't that natural thing that happened every day yeah. but only when we really went on holidays mm. so it was like oh can we just get this done and dusted because this yeah. is really painful yeah. yeah yeah but yeah so when you actually put it in to every day like conversations like it's so normal it's like that experience that you mm. had to center about in the car easy yeah. pray in the car great mm. pray, you know yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Rach and I talk about that a bit, just normalising our faith. Yeah. You know, like if we can talk to each other about it, if we can talk to our friends and our family about Mm. it, like then we can talk to, you know, actually evangelise and do those things. And when we're living that life where it's normal, it's it's so easy for our kids. And I found that my, you know, my parents were so good with that. And I feel really lucky Mm. to have had that. But, um, you know, I just remember my mum had this like real like awe for the Bible. Like she Mm. was just honoured the words in it and honoured the book itself and mm. um, honoured her relationship with God. And and for me, I got, you know, I got to see that and learn how to live that out just right, by yeah. seeing her do it, yeah. partnered with them taking in people, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. This so is one of the things I've been thinking about in this whole thing as well, and, and I think it makes sense for just working in ministry but also at work is like we talk messages about being Christ in the world, which mm-hmm. is awesome, but we forget about the home a lot. Yeah. And so I've started trying to put some boundaries in place. It's like, okay, I know that I'm going to be working and serving and doing stuff mm. here at church. And sometimes it's going to be a lot and sometimes it's going to be like not much. It, it, it ebbs and flows. Mm. But I don't ever want what I do mm. in the church to not be mirrored in my home. Yeah. And so if my service outside at my workplace mm. or in outside, I can't do that for my mm. family, then I think that's a balance. Is mm. that, that's, that's out of balance, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. So I don't want my kid to see me going, yeah, I'm going and doing stuff and I'm being uh, discipling other people and then mm. I come home and I'm absolutely done and I can't stand being at home and it's yeah. like I'm too tired to actually give any energy. I want my kid to see me go out, mm. be Christ where I am yeah, and then come awesome. home and have just as yeah. much energy to serve and love and yeah. and, 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 and disciple my family because, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it can we can get so focused on the outside mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. that we forget those who are closest to us, yeah. just totally. like right next to us, mm-hmm. our yeah. kids that are looking mm-hmm. at every moment, you know, when I get home and I'm tired mm-hmm. and I've had a big day mm-hmm. and it'd be easy for me to just go, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to bed now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, like they, they're the moments when mm-hmm. your kids are watching you yeah. and going, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Because really too, your your marriage and being a dad is more important than your ministry. 100%. that's your ministry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you have that in perspective, you go, this is more important than what I do because this is where my ministry mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. 
that gives you a whole nother way of looking how to be a parent or mm. disciple your kids or be a husband. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it works in any sphere, you know, mm, like any. your workplace. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. important and it, it, yeah. it creates a living for you and mm. your family so you yeah. can live and you can mm. have food on the table. But if all of that, you do all of that mm. so that you come home and you can't love your kids yeah. well or you can't give them the attention that they mm. need in these, like, developmental yeah. stages... Like, like when we really look at it and go, what's the point of it all? Mm. If I, mm. yeah, I can put food on the table, yeah. I can bring money into the bank yeah. account, yeah. but if I can't love my kid mm. as well as what Christ called me to love mm. them, then what's the point? Right? Yeah, I love that. And I think I think about my mum um, my and yeah. she, so I had a half-sister growing up and she lived with us for a little bit of yeah. time and my mum would go out and she was the, the loving person in the community. She knew everyone in our little town. We lived in a little country town, so a bit far away, but she knew everyone in town. She loved them. She connected with them all, and we got to see that. But then she would come home, and the way she treated my, like, my half-sister was just incredible, and my half-sister to this day will go, the way she loved me in Mm. that season Mm. has just... She constantly thinks about that and she thinks about God. And my sister's not necessarily doing life with God at the moment, but whenever she reflects on her relationship with my mum, she always goes the way she loved me. She didn't just love people outside the church. She loved me as her stepdaughter. And I love that, what you were saying. It's beautiful. Like that's, yeah, that's what you get to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. All right, so that's that's awesome and I, I really love all that stuff about intentionality and you know, being able to lead our kids and mm. show them how we how we mm. live our faith, I think, yeah. Can I just add one more thing? Yeah, please. On that, just yeah. with being intentional about teaching your kids, and we talked a little bit about being it really, um, making it more complicated than what it is. Mm. But I think you can take moments that you do every day with your kids yeah. to really be able to be intentional about teaching them about Jesus or loving them or showing and being Jesus to them as well. Mm. Like I think of spending, having dinner together as a family, Mm. um, starting that really young, building that in, that you all sit around the table, all have dinner, have great conversation about faith, again brings it really normal and you don't have to add something else Mm. into the day to say, oh, we now need to do Jesus time Mm. because it's already part of the rhythm of your day. It's like bath time. Really clear, really easy. They're in the bath. They're having fun. What, you know, what do we love about God today? Or what yeah. did we see in the world, like in his creation? What did he What did he make today that you saw yeah. that was amazing? Yeah. Trees are great, great. You know, like every sort of conversations that you can have is built in to your day already. You just yeah. have to be inten- in, really intentional about yeah. doing it, like drive time. Yeah. yeah. When you've got teenagers in the car when you're driving them and they will open up yeah. because you're not looking at them. You're mm. driving, yeah, you know, well, yeah. you've got a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Please, parents, I can't encourage you enough, <laughs> fight with your partner to take them somewhere because I tell you they will open up with you when you are driving yeah. because it's not that intense time but it's really intentional time. Mm-hmm. So that there, yeah, sorry. To no, no, no. I that's just, 
I want to cut in as well. I know. I, know. I, I just I thought there was a moment. I, I had a. I, I have a, some real close family friends who I, I've grown up with. Pretty yeah. much like they. Every time my parents had something on, they would babysit us, and I'd get sent to their house. Mm. And um, one of the things that I actually loved about the house, and I know we cringe a little bit about it, and I sort of mentioned it at the start with the whole as to me, my house will serve the Lord. The yeah. typical Christian side. This family had a Bible verse almost on every door, <laughs> on in every picture frame, in every like on every bathroom <laughs> in the as you go into the toilet and yeah. the door closes. This is right there. But yeah. man, I will tell you what I loved about it is what was seen in that house was shown as valuable for them. Wow. Yeah, so great. those parents to their kids and all of them still walk with Jesus and love Jesus. I just go. What was valuable to her, she showed yeah, to okay. her kids in every opportunity yeah, she had. Awesome. Yeah. So she's like, I, she probably, she, and she might even listen to this, she might, <laughs> um, but she might go, hey, like, I don't care if it looks cringe, but I love Jesus and I yeah. love his word and I'm going to put it as many places yeah, as I can right. in the house mm. so my kids just have it in them. Mm. And so, like, even now I'm, like, sitting there and I'm, like, remembering the verse <laughs> that's on the back yeah, of the well, door in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so exactly anyway, right. but that sort yeah. of thing, yeah. like yeah. have have scripture mm. around the house, have yeah. a Bible mm. visible yes. somewhere, like yeah, sure. on your kitchen table, table. or on mm. your yeah. like have it somewhere that it's seen. Like yeah. don't have your faith hidden from your kids. Mm. Just yeah. show it. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. if mm. their friends come over and think it's yeah. cringy. I'm telling you, yeah. they'll grow up and they'll love it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think, like, the question at the start was, like, what do you think the biblical basis for faith in the home is? Like, you look at the Bible and, like, the kids had memorized it, yeah, the Torah, you know, yeah. by the age of 12, you know, yeah. you're like, or whatever age it was. Yeah, like, yeah. they obviously cared about faith yeah. in the home. Yeah, they did. You know. Very much so. Um, and I just, yeah, like, impress it on their hearts. You know, yeah. that's, that's what I keep hearing, impress yeah. it on their hearts. And so, mm. I don't know, I think it's just, yeah, exciting to see. Yeah starting to see so yeah that's awesome so another question what is one thing from your experience that parents and guardians um put could put in place today to disciple their children or what um would you have done differently yeah well the easiest one for me like if you may already do it but just prayers before bed are the best time for me with my son is just like I, we now, like we have that saying that I said earlier about at the end of the prayer, but oftentimes I'll just go, dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for, and just let my boy just share whatever's on his heart. And often it's, you know, dinosaurs, (laughs) like just whatever, but like creating a space for my child to be grateful to God about something as little and we may go that's not that important but you know dinosaurs and Lightning McQueen is really important to my kid and the fact that I get to create an opportunity (laughs) for him to thank God and then pray protection over him and look forward to the next day that's something so easy mm. that yeah. every parent can do. Simple you know, unless you've got perfect kids who just go to bed by themselves and they yeah. just put themselves to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, um, that's an easy thing that you can yeah. do yeah. to get that discipleship yeah. happening. Yeah. What I love about that too is you're teaching them that God cares about anything they've got on their mind. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's cool. you know, we might go Lightning McQueen, dinosaurs, that's not <laughs> important, but you're teaching them, no, yeah. God wants to hear about 
even that, yeah. which mm. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, I think the same thing, you know, praying with your kids um, and making it really, like, natural and just normal. So if they've got an exam the next day mm. or if they've got if something's happening in their world that, you know, especially when they get older a little bit, mm. they can pray as well. Mm. So it sort of becomes like, oh, would you mind praying for me today? In allowing them to pray for you yeah. as well so that, you know, because, oh, I've got a big day today or a big mm. day tomorrow or this is coming up and I'm feeling a bit like I just need someone to pray for me, mm. like having that vulnerability with your kids mm. so that you can pray for them but they get to pray for you as well and mm. that that teaching in that space yeah. that is so special mm. that you can just um, be really... Yeah, just it grows intimacy in that space as mm. well with your children. Mm. And for them, I think too, the biggest thing is, the other thing, not, not the biggest, but one of the other things mm. is um, your relationship with your partner, with your husband, your wife, when you demonstrate that you're praying together, mm. when you're doing that, you're modelling that mm. with yeah. your kids, mm. that that's a really normal thing, mm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, thinking about you and Doug and mm. when you were raising you, well, you're still raising them, but yeah. when they were, both of them were at home, what mm. did that look like? What mm. what did you do to demonstrate that you prayed together? Mm. So very, like, meal times, mm-hmm. like always. It sounds a bit sounds a bit funny, but actually, you know, we'd all hold hands mm-hmm. because, again, it's that intimacy, mm. you know, always having dinner at the table, doing that. Um, we would go after dinner too. We were very intentional of not just opening the Bible and reading just any verse, but what could we, what's God talking to us? And, yeah. you know, there's so many things now, I think even more things that you could do with your kids in that mm. space mm. that's really creative as well. Not just sit there and everyone has to listen, but mm. how do they participate? Yeah. But I think too, it's again, for us, it was a very organic, everyday sort of conversations. Mm. Like we just made it really made it like when you wake up, um, you know, it was just really intentional. You know, the simple things like, you know, I was really intentional with the boys. It might sound funny, but and still to this day, you know, four kisses a day. You know, when they wake up, when they (laughs) leave to go to school, like leave, when they come home and when they go to bed. So it was just like four kisses and hugs were the bare minimum of what we expected <laughs> or for, awesome. from their mum anyway, yeah. what was expected. So there was this standard yeah. of this is what, you know, we do as a family, mm. so the expectation. So that's one example of that. But the other things were we pray for each other, you yeah. know, we spend time together, we have God conversations, mm. um, what God's doing us in our lives as well. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I think as well like like letting letting your kids interrupt your faith like your faith time like if you're yeah. in, if you're in the word like yeah. just let them sit on your lap yeah. and they'll probably ask you questions like a million questions because they like to do that you know <laughs> um and just like journey it through with them mm. i think that's been an awesome thing for me is in my bible time in the morning you know when the kids like you know generally one of them will come out and they'll just sit on my lap mm. you know they're not there to like you know like get me to play or anything mm. like that. They know it's morning time and they understand that it's mm. it's that space, but they just want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think being able to show them that is like yeah. so, so sweet. Mm. Yeah. It reminds me of that song, Talking to Jesus. Mm. And I think about that song a lot and it's that picture of, you know, the, the generational faith, but that the son that he talks about in the song 
coming in and interrupting his prayer time and going, oh, sorry, I can see you're busy, I'll come back later. Mm-hmm. And that picture of him going, no, now's the best time, why don't you come and join me? Yeah, great. And that invitation that parents can set mm-hmm. and go, well, yeah, you, I'm not busy, I'm just spending time with Jesus, come join me. Yeah, great. That well, invitation yeah. is yeah. just, yeah, yeah, beautiful and I love mm. um, your example of that, Gray. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, so cool. Mm. Well, to, I guess kind of finish up our mm. podcast today what is one thing that you guys would want to resource parents mm. with like whether that's a podcast a book uh, a tool mm-hmm. um yeah i a couple of things well first of all if you haven't done alpha marriage oh, i yeah. would go like do alpha Please marriage do it. <laughs> just it sounds yeah. like you know oh why would i do a marriage course when I've pretty got a good marriage, like it's all good and everything. Yeah. But you want, if you want to want not just a good marriage but a th- thriving marriage, mm-hmm. then and you want to work on your marriage because if you work on your marriage, your kids will benefit yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Okay, because if you show unity, if you show the love that you have for each mm-hmm. other is growing, and that your your partner is your best friend as well, the kids see that mm-hmm. and they will benefit from that. Because you're working on your marriage. Yeah. Mm. So that would be awesome to do alpha marriage. It doesn't have to be alpha marriage. You know, we run it here at Discovery Church mm. um, once a year. You can always check out on the website for if you're interested um, in joining that. It's on Zoom. So it's really easy to yeah. be able to yeah, join in. So you do it from your couch. It's really, um, you don't have to find babysitters or anything like that. So that's one sort of tool that you can do. There's other parenting courses out there no doubt that you could find on the Mm. website um maybe on different websites as well from different churches that have different programs that you can do as well Mm. um yeah so they're probably the one things that i would go that really Mm. um yeah that are really great ways of yeah just improving your marriage and your relationship yeah um bible project is awesome yeah yeah it is such a great tool for yeah. anyone of any generation, actually. I'm loving it. <laughs> like, I, I you know, and I just love it. Like, it's just, you could sit there mm. and go, what Bible, what What are we going to watch now? Like, yeah. it is such a great way of explaining the Bible, of going deeper, having great mm. questions with your kids, doing that, you know, sort of that time together mm. where mm. it's really interactive. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say Alpha Marriage as well, but you stole it. But what no, I would say, you think you were going to say yes, that, yes. Zeke? But were you really? But what I would say is that I, I'm going to like just shamelessly promote. You guys got to subscribe to this podcast yeah, so that'd that be great. you see the following episodes because there's going to be a whole bunch of topics mm. that are going to help you. And we hope that this space, like Rachel and Craig, Graham and Jacinta, are going to create a space yeah. where you guys can really learn and grow. Mm. And we're yeah. going to get people from different spheres and different environments yeah. and different places. And it's going to be, this is going to be an awesome resource for you. Um, I, I'm going to, it's not necessarily a resource, but something that I think could be really great for your discipleship with your kids is why don't you go and serve in the kids' ministry. It may not be in the room that your kids are in, but go serve in another room. That's a great idea. And Mm. just see what 
the kids' passes are doing yeah, and, right. and, and get on the same team with your kids' pass. Say, okay, you may not have the time to serve, but why don't you go talk to your kids' pastor mm. and mm. actually chat with them around what they're teaching their kids mm. and then you can actually talk with your kids about what they're learning mm. at kids' church on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, that's a massive thing so that yeah. you can actually not work in silos, you know, like because you, your pastors at your churches are there to help you. Mm-hmm. They right. want to encourage you. They want to resource mm-hmm. you. And I'm sure if you're listening and you're part of Discovery Church or you're from outside the church, I'm telling you, your kid's pastor wants to hear yeah. from the parents. They want to hear from the parents. They're not there to just babysit your kids. They love looking after your kids. They love your kids, but they want to connect with you yeah, and disciple totally. your kids together mm-hmm. as a team. So mm-hmm. that would be just a resource that I think you should tap into. Mm-hmm. Speak to your kids' pastors. Yeah, JC's loving that one. JC's oh, I am one. loving that one. JC's going to get 20 emails. <laughs> Send them through. Send them through. <laughs> it, does, it does. As a parent, it gives you a really good structure for, yeah. for how you, you know, work, you, work with your kids and, and those, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. whatever you're working, whether it's Noah or, or like any of the Bible stories or the themes that you're going through, it's awesome to be able to have that there so you can work mm-hmm. with your kids through that. Yeah, it's yeah, so awesome. Good. Mm. Sweet. Well, it's been awesome having you guys on. Thank you so yeah, much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, it's so much fun and such a privilege. So yeah. thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And thank you guys, your listeners um, and watchers and wherever you're finding us. Um, <laughs> we're really grateful that you've you've been with us and we yeah. hope you've um, got something out of this. And, yeah, we're just praying that you have really fruitful times with your kids and, mm. um, yeah, that... that um, you come back because we've got some awesome guests coming on. Yeah. I'm excited to learn. Um, yeah. I know JC is as well yeah, and, yeah. and just discuss with um, the people that we've got coming on as well. So, yeah. yeah. So good. Yep. Well, Mel, would you pray for our parents and oh, listeners? Yeah, love to. Before we yeah. Yeah, finish Quite. up. Sure, I'd love to. So, God, we just thank you for this opportunity now that we've just been able to share as um, the four of us here, Lord, and we just really pray now that whoever's sitting there may be in their car listening to this podcast or watching it um, wherever they are, in their home or in the office or outside, even outside in your nature, Lord. We just pray that it's been a blessing for them. Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray that that they will be inspired and encouraged Holy Spirit to take one step forward. Mm -hmm. Just do one thing, God, and we just really pray for that, that they will be able to just be... Yeah, just realise they're not alone in this space, that it is achievable to disciple your kids and to love them and yeah. to show Jesus to them in, um, in every day, mm. in everyday lives, even when it's really busy and hectic. Mm. So we just pray a blessing for these parents, that you will bless them and keep them and keep them safe in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of Raising Disciples, A Parent's Guide with Gray and Jacinta. We hope you feel inspired and equipped to continue nurturing discipleship within your home. Don't forget to subscribe for more practical insights and heartfelt stories on your journey of faithful parenting. And we pray that as you move forward, you would see and take hold of the opportunities God gives you to disciple your children in everyday moments.